What is my what is my pur pur purpose purpose? You pass butter. Welcome to Wubble Love Pod Pod. Welcome. I'm Josh. I'm Alex. And uh, today on Wubble Up a Pod Pod, we're going to review <laughs> the pilot episode, the uh, the the first, the official pilot episode, not the original, original, very very dirty episode <laughs> of oh, yeah. Rick and Morty. Um, but technically, it is episode one, the pilot, and this is also our very first episode of Wubble Up a Pod Pod. Yay! Th- thanks for dropping in. Um, just to give you an idea how things are going to go here. Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to get this bottle of wine open. Excuse me. Oh, shit. I've been waiting. This I've been is waiting. a surprise. I really wanted to open this. I bought a, a, a nice bottle of me. I got the Josh Reserve. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes. It's delicious, if I, I do say so myself. Guys, Josh is delicious. <laughs> I haven't exactly. tried it. <laughs> I haven't tried it. But I heard, yeah, I heard. We're in different states. I heard, so. I heard in another podcast that he was delicious. <laughs> My co-host will definitely uh, attest to that. Right. Not very willingly. In fact, he, he, <laughs> would, uh, he would be appalled at the very idea of tasting me. But it would be funny. And that's what's important here. Yay. So yeah, welcome to Wubble Up a Pod Pod. Yes. So uh, what you can expect from an episode of Wubble Up a Pod Pod is we're going to do a scene by scene recap. We're going to do some analysis, and then we're always going to try and uh, keep track of characters, where they are, where they've been canonically, and we're going to use as many references as we can from future episodes and past episodes and character and lore tracking, fan theories, all that good shit. And uh, just real quick, yeah. don't forget to review us on iTunes. <gasps> oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, if you want to donate to us, you can go to patreon.com slash wubbalubbapodpod. We have a, a fun little tier system. We've got the $1 Morty tier, where you can get exclusive video of the podcast and a live stream reminder when we go live. The $5 Rick's tier gives you ex- exclusive video, uh, a live stream <laughs> reminder, and 15% off the merch store. And the $10 Rickest Rick's tier gives you exclusive video, live stream reminder, 20% off merch, and exclusive downloadable content. Oh yeah, baby. What else do you need which, in life? Which will consist of... Some stuff that Alex has drawn, I believe. You're going to do art or something? I will do all of the art. I will do it. Yeah. (laughs) So all that crazy podcast stuff, we're doing it and more. We're doing live streams. There's going to be videos for you to watch later. If you'd like seeing our pretty faces, you can check us out on our website, www.wubbleloverpodpod.com. Our merch store, uh, since our sister podcast is Beer with Buffy, you may have heard of it. Yay! Just go to www.beerwithbuffy.com slash shop, or you'll find a link to it on wubbleubbapodpod.com. Check yeah. out our Instagram at wubbleubbapodpod, Twitter at wubbapod, yes. or wubbapodpod, TikTok at wubbleubbapodpod, Twitch, uh, wubbleubbapodpod, yeah. on Twitch, uh, Podbean, wubbleubbapodpod. Wubble 
just Google Wubble of a Pod Pod. It's, it's never gonna go away. We're always gonna be here together. Together. <laughs> <laughs> together. Um, so that's that. That's that's all of our. Uh, thank you our plug- so much. <laughs> yeah, if you're still here, congratulations! You get to hear a bunch of shit about Rick and Morty now. Just say what's in your. Just say what's in your squat, squat, squat. I guess I'm having cock squatches. Just say what's in your. Just say what's in your squat, squat. I squat, squat. Family. You're, you're, you're not squatchy enough for a squatchy, oh, squatchy, squatchy party. I'm squatching in here! So let's start at the top yeah. of the episode. Right. The scene starts, and I have questions, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I've got like an entire book worth of uh, notes here, and it's, it's going to take me a minute to get through, Love and you're it. just going to have to learn how to interrupt me. It'll be okay. Great. So, Rick is... Choisted. This is like our first what? introduction to introduction to the characters. Technically, if you're mm-hmm. starting with the first episode, right? Enrique is choisted, barging into Morty's room in the middle of a fucking night, just being noisy, loud as fuck, <laughs> and just literally dragging his grandson. And just like he's just mumbling about like we gotta do go do something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine um, if that ever happened to you. Yeah. If any family just member barged into your room and dragged you out of bed. Don't wake me <laughs> up. <laughs> Seriously. If you uh, love somebody, let them asleep. Yes. <laughs> I've ended relationships over that before. It's that serious. So <laughs> it is. Um and this is the first time actually we learned. Pretty quickly, the first time that Rick builds a bomb while wasted, he drinks, he blacks out, as we know, this is a pattern, and then he Mm -hmm. builds neutrino bombs for fun. (laughs) This is Rick. Yeah, so flash forward to, I can't think of the name of the episode off the top of my head, but it's isn't it the one where there's like superheroes or something, and we find out that this is something he does all the time? (laughs) And Morty has to like talk him down like, or defuse the bomb. Yeah. And then and Rick is like, Morty, how many times? Too many, Rick. Too, Too many. many. <laughs> exactly. Love it. Um, so this is, you know, <clears throat> first time that we see that this happens, right? This is also apparently the first time that Morty is standing up to Rick, right? He's like, I want to take control of the situation, buddy. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not gonna do this. He says this is the last straw, and I laugh because I'm like, oh, Morty, <laughs> this is the first last straw that you're So many, many straws in front of you, Last Morty. straws that you're going to be like, this so is far. So, ma- so many episodes that Morty's like, this is fucking <laughs> it, Rick. This is it, bro. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing that's really going to fuck up uh, and make a challenge out of tracking things canonically, oh, like where God. characters are, yeah. what has and has not happened yet. Because um, it feels like this is the first time, like this marks the oca- the first occasion of Morty seeing uh, Rick's space car. And Correct. He says, do you like the space car? I just built it. He just built yeah. the space car. 
and like their first adventure of going through a portal and right. him building a neutrino bomb, all kinds of different firsts in this episode. Yeah. But once we get to Morty's mind blowers, right. All that shit goes out the window. This could have been after dozens of other adventures. That, and it, um, so just planting that seed now, I want to figure out by the time we're done with this podcast, if there are seeds of information that can lead us to know um, whether or not this is actually well over the dozens or just in any way not the actual first time that something like this has happened. But his memories could have just gotten wiped by Rick. Yeah, like, I think it's possible. I'm thinking of, like, attempting to catalog all of this information into, like, a Google Sheets, you know, like an Excel sheet or something. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try my best. I'll let you know how it goes next episode. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, definitely. See there's, if I can there's... find, like, a system to track all of these motherfuckers. There's got to be people that are already trying to do that on forums yeah. or wikis something that might be able to assist you with that because yeah. it's it's a deep dive it's a serious deep dive and also on a show that a lot of people are taking very seriously even though the show clearly does not want to be taken seriously right it's crazy <laughs> yeah uh how it's like good enough to be taken seriously even though they're like no fucking stop stop it um, <laughs> so anyways back to the little first scene my notes are here like was was it a test because rick says like Oh, this is just a test to see if you passed it. And then Morty's like, really? It's just a test? And he's like, sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? No, he 100% made that up. Like it. That was that was not his plan. Did he have a plan? No, he was just fucking drunk Dude, and blasted. Blacks out, right? And, and then yeah. we start hearing the fucking neutrino <laughs> go off. And then the scene <laughs> cuts to credits. So my question is, did they die? Is this just like, are we, are these the other Rick and Morty's not 1C37? Oh my God. That's an amazing fan theory already right out of the gate that I didn't even think about. We need to look that up now. Take a note. I'm taking a note right now. <laughs> and we know it's not C137 Morty. Right. Because we just learned that in the season six, episode one. Right. That just dropped. Yes. Um, so that's another thing. If you're coming in on this podcast right now. Um, Season six or, just dropped. Yeah, and we're we know we're a little uh, late coming in. There's other established Rick and Morty podcasts out there, but we're gonna try and play catch up and have a good time anyway. We're gonna have fun, okay? No pressure. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> shut up and sit down and have fucking fun. All right, do it. <laughs> do it now. You little, you fucking, fucking jerks. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get anyway. your shit together. All right. Just get it together. <laughs> take get it, it to the take it to the shit, shit store. And get it together. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, there will be lots of spoilers. We're not this going to avoid them in any way. Spoiler full podcast. Okay. We assume that anybody listening to a Rick and Morty podcast has binged the entire series multiple times. That means you must be a hardcore fan, man. Don't tell me you're hardcore. a Rick and Morty fan. And then I tell you, what will love a pot and you're like, huh? <laughs> Bitch, you're not a fan. What will love a pot yeah. is very no, easy, I, recognizable Rick and Morty thing. Yeah, no, I read the URL on a bathroom stall. That's how I found it. That's how I found Wubba Lubba Pod Pod. <laughs> yes. Anyways. I said it. Did I say it right? Did I say? I think I said it right. Okay. Oh, no, Papa. Anyways, yeah, play it back for me. Play it back for me. No, don't do that. <laughs> oh God. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. This intro. 
there's there's just something magical about Rick and Morty. It's something that the beginning of the series never fails to capture for me without exception every time I watch it. I can it's like I can see into the minds of the creators, not only some sarcastic assholes that made a dirty cartoon about a kid licking an old man's balls. <laughs> I mean, yes, that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But I also see the highly intelligent and likely misunderstood men who take huge risks to be edgy with their comedy, who also happen to enjoy Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, They also might, just maybe, have some mommy and daddy issues that they need to work through. Yeah. Interesting fact. I... uh, I learned when I was researching the fir- for the first episode here that Dan Harmon, uh, while trying to find... I wanted to find out how Dan Harmon was involved with Back to the Future, because I could have sworn okay. I saw this documentary about Back to the Future, and they interviewed him um, because Rick and Morty is so almost, not synonymous, but intertwined with Back to the Future now. Yeah. Well, what I learned while trying to figure that out was that he's actually on the autistic spe- spectrum, uh, the... Particularly the part of it that used to be called Asperger's syndrome, right. uh, but that's no longer the uh, the PC term for it. So I originally thought um, that Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland were uh, actually just disgruntled former writers or crew members of some kind for Back to the Future, and I thought maybe they had a bad time with their time on set. But I can't find anything about them being involved with Back to the Future in any way. Right. Um, so the original, original pilot that said, Morty, you, you gotta lick my balls. It's the only way, Morty. Yeah. Um, it was only a protest intended to provoke whatever studio owned the rights to the Cosby show. Because mm. uh, he was making a parody cartoon... Uh Uh-huh. That was infringing copyright called uh, House of the Cosbys. Okay. And uh, my best guess is that the producers uh, also owned Back to the Future, which turns out to be Universal Studios, because why else would they want to piss off the owners of Back to the Future by deliberately, vulgarly offending their content? Yep. Anyway. Wow. Definitely a spiteful, cynical origin story for a show. Uh Uh-huh. Because... They're, they're not even original creators of Back to the Future, so they have no respect for it in that regard. And just in this first episode, I'm going to be setting a baseline for how I view the show in general. Because there's a lot of extremely cynical views of family values, and something about it resonates deeply within me. Yeah. It's, I'm not just like, oh, you're having cynical family values here. No, I actually, that's one of the things I fucking love about Rick and Morty. Yeah. So there's, they're flying around in Rick's space car now. Every little thing about this scene stacks up one by one and just fucks adventure sci-fi stereotypes right in the ass the whole way. <laughs> yeah. The entire genre. It flips it upside down and makes it bite the pillow. Because um, the bomb, <laughs> yeah. as aforementioned... Uh, and Rick's only reasoning is we have to we have to start over, Morty. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am an Eve. And why 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 do you have to fucking start over, Rick? Jesus Christ! Just you and your and your grandson. Uh, not exactly a viable source of a new population. Um, but we don't know that other universes exist yet. So whatever. And then he's offering to pick up Morty's girlfriend, which it's not actually his girlfriend. It's just a crush. He has um, a horny. Yeah. He's just horny for this girl. So horny. They have no relationship. Um, and then um, when he's like, oh, this is just for you. I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't mess around with her. I'm not that kind of guy. 
and he's drinking heavily the whole time. Yeah. Belch- belching constantly. Uh, he's ludicrously incoherent. And uh, and then there's just this moment of silence. The clunking sound effects of his homemade space car. And all of these things. I'm just listing off things that are stacking up that I just wasn't expecting uh, the first time and every time that I watch this first episode, it gets me every fucking time. The way Rick lies that it was all a test to make Morty more assertive. Yeah. Very obviously a lie. The amount of beer bottles that fall out of the door when Rick lands and passes out. And then the bomb is like an arming neutrino bomb. <laughs> and Morty's, uh, we see that look of realization on Morty's face. The, where he's oh, like, fuck. oh, fuck, now I have to deal with this bomb. Um, and <laughs> yeah. now the... <laughs> and how the bomb is disarmed is never discussed later. They cut right to the family bickering around the dining table. Exactly. The- That's why I'm like, I don't know if they disarmed the bomb, bro. I don't think so. And the problem is that Morty's been up all night. Nothing about the events of the actual yeah. night come up. No, no bomb, no, no Rick dragging Morty out of bed or being yeah. horribly drunk. But um, so, yeah, the, uh, the comedic effects... Um, derived from all of these things stacking up, in my opinion, is just mostly derived from this constant, subtle onslaught of subverting our expectations. Yes. Um, it's something different. It's it's honest. Yeah. It's both a, it's a parody and a pastiche of something familiar, and all that combined is what makes this opening the, the golden hook that kicks off the most amazing epic comedy adventure... <laughs> Yes. Of our time. Uh, just a quick tracking note. I think it's important to note that this marks their... We already kind of discussed that this is their first adventure. Or is it? So, <laughs> for tracking, yeah. we're going to keep... We're going to try and uh, answer that question eventually. There's going to be a lot of pending questions. Yes. I think we need to start making a list of pending questions versus answered questions. Uh, for instance, we, we very recently had the question answered... In the end of towards somewhere in season five, is Beth a clone or not? Right. They left that one hanging, um, and that one was bugging me. That was really bugging me. That was like giving me an existential <laughs> crisis. <laughs> um, multiple things in this show really hit me hard, and I'm like, "Don't fuck with my brain like that!" Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, uh, the opening sequence. We both had the same idea. Right. I think at the end of the season, Just we should to let do. You know. We're doing this. A special episode about the opening sequence. We're not going to talk about it now, but I we should uh, sit down and yeah. uh, track every single thing that actually happened in the season versus what's in the opening sequence that didn't happen throughout the season. Correct. There's a lot of little Easter eggs in there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we cut to the Smith house. Please. And I want to just note a little bit like, I don't know if this is like, all of the episodes or if it's just a lot of them that start with all of them in the like eating in the dining table there are a lot of them <clears throat> they even made a reference to that in season six already because we find out that jerry and rick and morty are dimensional travelers they're not in their own dimension and we cut back to jerry's original dimension Uh, which is different than both Rick and Morty's. None of them are their original counterparts. I forget if it was Rick or Jerry that's like, wow, this has some serious season two vibes while they're all (laughs) arguing at the table. Yes. So now I'm really excited for season two (laughs) to see how similar 
that was. Right? Yeah. Because I haven't binged it in a while. I'm definitely going to be binging it very soon to get all back up to speed. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, we hit the ground running in the Smith house with the uh, strong impressions of the family. Uh, Jerry's playing the balloon. He's playing that fucking app on the goddamn tablet. The balloon popping game. Mm. It's literally a baby's game. Because <laughs> Jerry is a baby. He's kind of a baby. He, and uh, He admits it in this last episode. <laughs> he says, I'm a baby. Okay, I thought he said I'm not a baby. No, he right said after, I am a baby. I thought I heard I'm a baby, but then after he says that, he proves that he's not a baby. No, because he says that babies don't take responsibility for other people's pain. So he is a baby because <laughs> he's not going to take responsibility. Because he's not taking responsibility. Okay. And not going to kill himself is be- if Ben is cheating on him with Ben. Anyways, spoilers! Interesting. <laughs> okay, and that's actually... That was a great Jerry episode, but yeah, we don't want to get too deep yeah. into that. We'll get there eventually. That is episode um, one. Okay. He's playing this game on the tablet. His choice of conversation topic is, so who's going to win the singing reality TV show competition? And I, I can't think of better ways to impress upon us from the very beginning that Jerry is a, a simpleser. <laughs> of just a fucking dipshit. I hate him so much. Like, I rarely <laughs> hate anything. I hate It's difficult because I love the voice actor. Do you know who oh, the voice yeah. actor oh, is? I love yeah. him, yes. But um, he he was on 30 Rock, which yeah. is where I know him from. Uh, he's hilarious. He's one of the most funny people on the planet. Oh, yeah. I remember a rumor that he was trying to quit Rick and Morty after it got really big after season two uh-huh. because he didn't want to be stereotyped into being the dumb character. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, but I don't then think I'm, so. I'm sure the money pulled him back in. They're like, no, yeah. this is too big for you to quit. Yeah, you don't get to quit. No. <laughs> so uh, Rick argues about being blamed for keeping Morty out of school, shamelessly as per usual, uh, blaming school for being a shitty place. It's not good for smart people. He uses truths to justify his selfishness at abusing Morty's well being, uh, in this case, his sleep schedule, or uh, if nothing else, it's a boundary issue because yeah. Morty clearly didn't want to wake up and go with him no rick everything he does is nothing but red flags right from the start of this he gets up without finishing his last piece of sausage and one whole egg and then tells beth you really made the crap out of those eggs beth so manipulative bro and i'm like exactly bro for real Yeah, he's playing her. He's p- so playing her. And if you look at his plate, he didn't finish his eggs. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, my God. Drake. He leaves Fuck. an egg on his plate. I would finish it. I love eggs. Are we doing quotes of the day? Or I like when he said, you realize nighttime makes makes up half of all time, right? And this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is the type of shit that Rick's just like, let's out, like, let's sleep in conversation or in argument that like mm-hmm. blows my mind i'm like oh you right. hear it first and you're like okay and then you're like you think about it you're like half of my wow. life that's fucking I'm true laying oh in bed <laughs> you know, like, just yeah dreaming and being in other worlds like i love it i don't know i love that about it i remember being like 10 years old and having the thought i wonder if Colors are different for other people than they are for me. Yes, I wonder And then come to find out throughout my life, everybody has that thought at some point in time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Except most people have that thought while they're high. Yeah, (laughs) valid. 
<laughs> and come to find out, uh, science actually supports. I, I like. I have no documentation of this, but I've heard. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me once, and I believed them that um, it is likely that colors are very different yeah. for different people. I mean, there's like colorblind people, so I'm. I, I can easily believe that it's like a spectrum. You know. Yeah. You might not be my, super colorblind, but like different shades and hues are perceived differently. Right. Yeah, because obviously the the spectrum of light is going to be the same across the board. Yeah. But the way that our bodies interpret, interpret them could easily yes. be very different. Either the eyes or the brain. You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of shit going Guys, on in we're there smart. that we. <laughs> Seriously, we're, we're so smart. Science. Don't. Don't fucking even talk to me about how fucking smart we are right now, you guys. Like, cones and rods. We're talking about science stuff. Yeah. So shut up. So that's like another quote of the day. It's like a big one, but I just like the part where it's like how I feel about school. Like, it's not a place for smart people. That's like one of my favorite all-time quotes of his. I use that constantly because they're really not. Yeah. And he's uh, like, they're, there's they're people saying two plus it. two, and then the people in the back say four, and then cut to, like, that <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah, they give you a piece of paper that says you can take a dump or something. <gasps> it's not yeah. for smart people. <laughs> <laughs> Summer immediately does nothing but comment about how Morty's face is in his food, and then, like, tattles on him for being out all night with Rick, which is a little bit predatory yeah. and inst- instigative. A little bit insecure and kind of manipulative. I can't tell if she's jealous or just bored. She's she, bored. She is in that, she, as a teenage girl. Yeah. This is the epitome of like, what the world, teenage girl attitude phase that we all go through. That like, I had everything. Nothing's like, everything sucks. La la la. You know, it's like this. And then you put up this front of like being the coolest thing in the world. I get it. <laughs> Good to know. Good insight. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, so either way, at first we see that the world is really revolving around Rick and Morty. Everybody's actions are completely revolving around Rick and Morty. Summer's uh, words and attitudes here are all directly relative to what Morty is doing or has done previously, just in the opener. And uh, this changes later as Summer comes into her own, but all characters here are focused yeah. solely on either Rick or Morty in this scene. And uh, in one... Quick exchange. We establish uh, several important character relationships that become important Correct, yeah. plot points throughout. Um, because Rick interacting with Jerry, <laughs> we see a lot of patterns there. He, he's always blowing smoke up Jerry's ass to butter him up before he's about to contradict him and walk all over him. Yeah. Um, oh, you're really the man of the house here, uh, Jerry. I don't I can't compete with that. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and then Beth is always undermining Jerry, any attempt he has at having authority and being assertive. And also, the first thing Beth says to Morty is an accusation that he's practicing kissing a pillow that the dog sleeps on. Right. This, I think, speaks volumes to how she expects her male child to think about and respect and value and sexualize women. And did you notice in the opening scene, he's got this super sexualized poster of a, of a woman on his bedroom wall? Yes, correct. Um, I mean, I, I had sexy calendars growing up. Um, yes. But it all just seems like really inappropriate to give to kids nowadays. It's like, here, this is how you're supposed to think of women. I mean, how um, old is Morty? 14? 13? Yeah, he's 14. 14. Like, okay, obviously, 
of sex positive birds and bees openness is important during formative years, but this seems like a very toxic way. Right, of- it's very like toxic sexualization of women. Exactly. And which is obviously probably the main cause of Morty growing up to be an <clears throat> awkward nerdy geek yeah. who has crushes on girls whom he has no idea how to actually interact with. Yeah. Even though he has a sister, but they clearly don't have a great relationship. Not in this scene anyway. No. All we see her do next is she just mutters to herself, oh my God, my parents are so loud as they start <laughs> um, yeah. arguing. Yeah. And then Rick goes on this rant about uh, how shitty school is. And then uh, at the end of the scene, he manipulates Beth. But you really cooked the crap out of those eggs. Leaves an egg behind. And Jerry sees this. He's powerless to convince Beth of how shitty Rick is and how selfish his intentions are. Um, as we all know from future episodes, Beth has uh, serious daddy abandonment issues. Yes. And Rick <laughs> is only using her house for cover. Not because he wants to spend time with Beth or with his grandkids. Certainly not with Jerry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sorry, I know I'm going on a, a long tirade here, but it's it's all kind of important stuff that's really crammed into a short um, period of time yeah, it's in like, the opening of this episode. It's just like a very f- juicy, full exposition of who these characters are and their relationship to each other. Yeah, it's very distilled. It's all kinds of subtle shit baked into yes. it. Such a short scene, setting the stage for lots of character development, but also for uh, a relatively simple equation on how to generate a variety of types of conflict indefinitely, which makes for infinite opportunities to make Rick come out on top by virtue of being the smartest and loudest asshole in the room. Yeah. Which, for some reason, is funny. And that's the bottom fucking line. E equals MC squared. Rick is a funny asshole. (laughs) Yeah. The way all of that shit conglomerates and just squeezes out this tiny drip of dark matter of Rick is fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. And the whole show is fucking hilarious because of all this fucked up shit and it's it's why i love the show yeah um i i may have already mentioned this i'm definitely going to want to stop and question a lot throughout the entire series okay cool. uh this conundrum of why is this all so entertaining i mean i feel like i kind of just answered that question so i'm <laughs> i'm outdoing myself uh did i just hear like a cooing sound is that your cat yes yeah, she is in and heat I, um so oh she oh makes, my She's making the the mating <laughs> call, yeah. <laughs> and I'm leching and then Kylo. Look at this guy. Hello. Okay, cool. Kitty cats. Yep. Anyways. Yeah. So it's still worth revisiting throughout the show. Why is it so entertaining? Because it's similar to like why everybody loved Seinfeld. They're all fucking terrible people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in this case, you know, look at Rick. He's super powerful. Do we all just yearn to have that kind of power to not care to a fault and be able to just slip and slide casually around all the obstacles that are ever thrown at us? The way he's like, you know, we spend half of our lives sleeping. Um, do we do we want to be Rick? Do you want to be Rick? Or do you want um, to fuck Rick? <laughs> right. Like, why should we? He's such a... (laughs) He's clearly a terrible, tortured person. Yeah. But why do we value 
all of these things that he does, yeah. all these traits that he has. Do we want to be his best he's, friend? He's confident, man. He's like the most confident right? man in the world. That's what yeah. <laughs> Would you want to be in Morty's shoes? Fucking hell no. That sounds no. <laughs> like a personal living hell. Yeah. So we, but then we, why do we all identify and empathize so hard with Rick? And he, he just stomps over everybody and destroys everybody the closest to him constantly. Maybe he resonates uh, with the evil part of humanity. You know, we have a, a little bit of like the dark side in us. Absolutely. Maybe we relate yeah, I, with that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, I'm super jealous of how he can just build anything from anything anytime that he wants to. He's super resourceful. I think we all just have a hard on for how powerful he is. <laughs> yes. He's like, I'm a fucking god, basically. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's fun. It's fun. I believe bird person can arrange that. Go have some fun out there, bird, bird, bird person. person. It's unwise of me to share these details, but I've become inebriated. They are designed to attract the attention of the female. It's In bird culture, this is considered a dick move. Oh my god, we are in math class. And guess what? Math class. Two plus two <laughs> is four, motherfucker. And then I'm so disappointed <laughs> that nobody he doesn't give anybody a piece of paper that says they can take a dump. <laughs> right? I know. He should have done like he should have started by doing that. Yeah. And it's all it's exactly as condescending as Rick said it was it's, only yeah. moments ago. Right. And it's just so spiteful and And I just wanna say he says two plus two is four, five plus five is ten. And then he's like, time for the quiz. What? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of well, class and, is this? And also, they're in fucking high school. He's 14. Right? This is like first or second grade, grade math. Math, yeah. <laughs> um, it's basic arithmetic. So, so dumb. Yeah. And then Morty yeah. starts is just like dreaming, fantasizing, right? He yeah, falls every asleep, time that everybody else answers a question, he's just saying, Jessica, <laughs> Tenica, Fiveica, Forica, whatever. I don't know. Je- yeah. Various forms of Jessica. <laughs> oh my God. The fantasy. <laughs> yeah, he launches into this American Beauty reference fantasy scene with Jessica. Did you recognize that uh, I reference? I did not. I did not. Okay. American Beauty uh, was a huge hit. I've seen um, it once, but I don't remember like the reference. Okay, I was pretty obsessed with it. Um, I was at a relatively formative age when it came out, uh, and it was starring Kevin Spacey. I was so devastated to find out that Kevin Spacey was a huge fucking creep. Yeah. Uh, and a scary weirdo, because uh, yeah. I loved a lot of movies that he did, and this was one of the main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this scene... Because it's basically the middle-aged dad who's got a cushy office job gets fired, pisses off his wife because he's unemployed all of a sudden. But anyway, I guess I don't really need to run down the whole plot of American Beauty. But (laughs) suffice to say, uh, he ends up uh, having a a very pervy crush on his uh, daughter's best friend who is like 14 or 15 years old. Yeah. And then later he gets a chance to sleep with her, but then he realizes it's wrong and he doesn't. Okay. But it's, he still takes it way too far. <clears throat> yeah, I, remember, I sort of remember like a scene. Anyways. Yeah. But um, anyway, this scene is specifically when he's at her cheerleader meet and he's fantasizing about 
um, her like taking her shirt off, and there's all the math numbers yeah, in uh, yeah. in American Beauty. Those are flower petals. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So it's ripped off straight from American Beauty. Oh, that's cool. Right. <laughs> and she's only Jessica here is only slightly more explicit than the girl was with Kevin Spacey. She's uh, <laughs> in this case infinitely more age appropriate for Morty. Boy, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And so then like, just, just get in there. No wrong answers. Just really knock them around. <laughs> Fucking what hilarious. I don't know what I call them. My little Mortys. My, <laughs> you know what I want you to do, Morty? Uh, rename, rename them. them. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Love it. Oh, God. Oh, just perfect God. moment after perfect moment. Yeah. I've never seen a more nailed pilot episode in my Ooh, life. I know. Um. And then we cut back to him in math class where he's grabbing. Uh, do you know the teacher's name? I don't. I didn't know his name. I don't remember. But my. We'll God. find out in an yeah. episode or two with um, Scary Terry. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he, five more minutes of this, and I'm gonna get mad. <laughs> it's not my fault. Not, this not is my happening. Fault this is happening. <laughs> Sir, you gotta stop it. Uh, yeah, no, like... that's uh, you can totally still get sued for that for oh. letting a child. Um, basically molest you. Yeah. <laughs> My God. And then... So... Cut to... A hallway. Where Rick freezes a bully. <laughs> so, Frank. Fucking Frank, bro. Frank, 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 Frank. Frank. It's just like a, Frank ster- is a fun stereotypical character. bully. Like, not yeah, bullying him for no reason. This old high school bully stereotype. Yeah kind of genius the way they pull it off here so we've we've got this taste of some recycled old shit that we've all seen before with the i love the way that they write these lines uh, allegorically they're barely even written for the scene they're just a formula mm-hmm. it's all formulaic nonsense which is what makes it so funny he's like are you telling me how to bully now are you calling me poor <laughs> i'm gonna cut you now because my family's rich Oh, I thought you had it pretty well handled without the knife. <laughs> and and then Rick freezes him. And yeah. it, it's all a perfect antithesis to the tired old shit yeah. from all these other like high school drama things or like all the way back to Greece, probably even earlier than that. <laughs> right. And then uh, Rick drunkenly pulls Morty out of school. Um, not entirely dissimilar to when Doc Brown shows up and tells Marty he needs uh, his help. Oh, yeah. And then the principal is the one who's bullying Marty. Also oh, Biff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. But anyway, so Morty reluctantly agrees to skip history after being browbeaten about how much more important other things are right. and how high the stakes are, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, Summer. Take it away. My God, this girl is like, oh my God, I'm going to walk across Frank, blah, blah, whatever his <laughs> name was. <laughs> this is what we're, the story we're going to tell our grandchildren. And she's like, how can she not tell that he's frozen, first of all? But she's like, um, hi, yeah. Frank. And then he just fucking like tumbles and shatters. <laughs> it's this scream. She's like, ah. And like, everybody's like, my God. She's like, horror. Like, traumatized. What? And then that's when they cut to this next scene. <laughs> I, I thought it was important, this part as well, how they wrap up the shit with Frank. So yeah. It's like, we, simultane- we are done with this bully trope. Exactly. Because we established that she's got a thing for bad boys, mm-hmm. an old trope that's really out of character for her. 
I mean, we've we've only known her as a character. I mean, I, I can only say that knowing her as a character throughout the whole series. Right, right. But from the perspective of somebody just watching the episode, I guess, okay, we're establishing that she likes bad boys. Yeah. Um, but we're also establishing that the writers make good and fucking sure that we know how they feel about this shitty greaser bully trope. Yeah. Every time I watch this episode, I half expect him to be unfrozen um, before he gets shattered. And then he's just a regularly occurring character forever and ever on the show. And Morty has to deal with them. Yeah, no. But they, they're they like, no, fuck all that shit. That's annoying, <laughs> old, overused hogwash. Yeah. So instead, they just fucking murder him right out of the gate. I fucking love it. Me too. Good job. Shatter mm-hmm. your bullies, bitch. Goddamn right. <laughs> Go travel interdimensionally. And then cut to the next scene where fucking Jerry is bothering Beth while she's in the middle of heart surgery. Fucking heart surgery. But it's just worse heart surgery. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> Do you know that he said, he said, my manager... Let me have a one-hour lunch. What does he do for work, bitch? You have a manager, yeah. <laughs> and you're coming. Yeah, in what? What like, is his job? I don't think he has a job. I don't, I don't think he has here. a job, bro. Does he? Isn't He's, he in advertising or something? No, that was that one time with the apple thing. It was a uh, simulation. It was like okay. got apples, hungry for apples. Right. But no, I don't think Jerry has a job. He's always, he's like unemployed. That's why Beth divorces him. And he's like, then he gets with that like weird alien with the three boobs. He's a loser. (laughs) Yeah, no, not really. (laughs) Uh, Jerry is such a background character when you think about it. Um, Or at least his, like what he does when he's not. At least. When he's not interacting with the family. Nobody gives a shit what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Surgery. Horse surgery. Wait, dude. (laughs) What? Throughout the whole conversation that she's having with Jerry, <laughs> she has like her arms inside the fucking horse, and then it flatlines. Beep, and then Tom goes like, "We're losing him," and she like does this, and okay, we got him back. <laughs> and then he does it like three times, and then he's like, "We're losing him." And she's like, "We know, we Tom, we can tell we're we're losing him. We can hear the fucking bits." Exactly. Yeah, and that's good multitasking. She's doing that. She's doing heart surgery successfully while arguing with Jerry. Jerry. And like, not just Tom. any argument. Arguing with this fucking man-child that she's married to for some reason. And stupid quote over the day here. When Jerry's like, well, lunch. Sure, lunch is one of three meals that's existed for a millennia. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Just wow. So dumb. It's... <laughs> So his perspective here is as if traditional mealtimes have been a part of human culture since hunter-gatherer times. <laughs> or, right? or like medieval serfs used to casually eat out with their family and co-workers right. or something. It's brunch time, guys. Yeah, he just has zero fucking concept of the scope of history <laughs> baked into this one ridiculous statement. And it's not even persuasive any, especially not on Beth. I mean, then again, he must be able to effectively manipulate Beth in some way. Like, she married him, you know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's be- that's some, like, Beth therapy issues <laughs> she needs to go through. Um. Right. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite episodes, <laughs> and I'm really looking forward yes. to it. Yes. 
But so Beth is pissed. Jerry's trying to push putting Rick in a nursing home, which is a really poorly faked uh, pitch that he comes up with dropping a pamphlet. Oh my God, what is that on the floor? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Now, why don't we put Rick Rick in a nursing home? So Beth freaks out. Cut to an alleyway where. um, Really? uh, Quick tracking note again. This is or is not. Uh, evidence that this is their first canonical portal adventure is uh, because Morty clearly doesn't know what it is to be in another dimension. He's never been through a portal. Okay. But yeah, Morty's mind blowers could change that. I can't wait to find out. I, I have so on Twitch, just so you know, there's like a way to add markers during the stream uh, for us to later kind of like refer to these times, like oh, at this oh, time cool. we talked about this. So I'm doing that when you do that. Oh, that, that. could be very useful. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. So then. We're in dimension 35C. That's the one. Perfect climate conditions for the mega tree, which is a dick, right? <laughs> yeah, some kind of tree with some kind of fruit with some kind of seed that Rick needs for his research. Right. Um, Need for research. Uh, for my research. Probably with my research. Morty's got anxiety about being, oh, I don't feel safe or something. Yeah. Rick starts to give him this inspirational mentor type. The most uh, heartwarming. Downright fatherly speech yeah. about Everything's facing fears okay if you stick or with some me. horse shit yeah. until, of course, this giant toothy slobbering monster thing starts chasing them. <laughs> Holy crap, Marty, run! <laughs> and, well, we're going to die. I've never seen we're anything gonna like that in my life, Marty. We're we're gonna, you got to run for your life. <laughs> it's fucking genius. Uh, so much like the original pilot, we can just feel here how cynical and contemptuous Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland are about the relationship between Rick and Morty. Uh, it feels so hopeful and inspirational and wholesome even. It gives you the sense of paternal security. And then with sitcom regularity, it just fucks all of that right in the pooper. Yeah, period. So my next note here after that scene where they were running for their lives, because they cut... Yeah. To them, just like casually strolling by, and I'm like, yeah, now they're just fine. Did they die? Is this another? Is this dimension another different cut? pair of Morty and Rick and Morty going? Right. So this is another marker, bitch. They, because there you go, another marker. Because they do the same. They cut it the same way they did at the beginning of the episode. Yes, it's like a hard cut, and then there's no explanation. They don't talk about it, like if they escaped or not. They don't. Refer, yeah. So they don't talk about it at all. They don't talk about the neutrino bomb from the beginning. No. My God. This is already blowing we my already mind. We already have like th- gone through three different versions of Rick and Bernie. <laughs> yeah. This is already, this is Josh's mind blowers. Yeah. <laughs> Josh and Alex's mind blowers. <laughs> we may be states apart, but you're blowing my mind. Baby. So then <laughs> we have the classic Rick opening Morty's eyeballs situation. It's oh, yeah. a very used like image yep. of Rick and Morty. Tattoos. They're not afraid to be cartoony when yeah. they need to be. And they finally find the mega trees. Yeah. Am I um, missing something? Well, they're they're just moving along now from the monster. Is this why he's like uh, like Morty wants to go back to school and he's like, look, why do you want to go back? Like, look, what the fuck is that? Like, you're not gonna see that in school. And then it's like this bleebly blobbly thing. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That rolls weird that you don't expect him to move that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the random shit they come up with, like, I couldn't in a million years. How do it's you good for them. draw that? The visual artists that they hired are 
geniuses just as much as the writers here. Good wit. I mean, I think Dan Harmon more so than Justin Roiland, but, you know, you, you can't have Rick and Morty without both of them. Mm-hmm. But granted, I, have you seen the one that Justin Roiland did, the, the new show with the aliens? <sighs> Uh, opposites something? Solar Opposites? Solar Opposites, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that show is fucking terrible. Oh, um, and it's because really? Dan Harmon has nothing to do with it. I haven't seen it at all. Justin Roiland, he, the half of Rick and Morty that he provides is the vulgarity and the violence, and that's about it, and the voices of Rick and Morty themselves. Right. Um, Dan Harmon is the one that provides all of the canonical genius and humor that nice. happens in Rick and, Rick and Morty. And you can tell that. It's very apparent if you just watch Solar Opposites, because Solar Opposites is dry, unfunny, dead, soulless garbage, in my opinion. Okay. Well, there is another show, though. Claimed to be by the creators of Rick and Morty. Okay. But I don't think Justin or Dan, but like some other people, I guess, in the team. Yeah, there's other creators. Called Little Demon. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch that soonish. Watch it. Um, I am loving it. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I'm loving it so far. And I do feel like the kind of sameness with Rick and Morty. It's very gory. Oh, my God. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Okay, let's come back to the episode. Where are we? Oh, they, they find the mega trees. They're at the cliff. Yeah. Rick gives Morty the shoes. The gravity shoes. What's funny here is Morty is the first one to use the term megatree, even though Rick never told him that that's what they were called. So that actually might be more evidence that this is a different timeline again. Mm, There you go. Uh, Interesting little clue that could have... (laughs) There's another little interesting clue. He says, oh, do you smell that? That's That's the smell of an entirely, completely different evolutionary timeline. Right. Oh. So obviously we he's mainly talking about the weird creatures and plant life here, but it could also be a subtle nod from the writers that, by the way, we're switching timelines yeah. a lot fucking more often than they're overtly telling us. Yeah. Which is really fun to think about. Nyaka, nyaka. So Rick's like, uh, you, you ask a lot of questions, Morty, not very charismatic. <laughs> Makes you kind of a, a underfoot character. <laughs> yeah. So this kind of shit that Rick pulls all the time is just this. He's got this reflexive habit of shaming Morty's inquisitive nature. um, And they get so much. They get a lot of comedic mileage out of this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's disgusting that he would talk to a kid, let alone his own grandson that way. But it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Why? Uh. I would hate being treated that way. I It would... I feel ruined because of being talked down to that way, and yet it's hilarious. <laughs> I really I think know. that we are allowed to laugh because it's a cartoon. Like, if this was real life, people, actors, live action. Yeah. I don't know, man. South Park theory. Yeah? That's why that... South Park gets away with so much shit. It's because yeah. it's kids. Yeah. Oh, God. I not because it's a cartoon. It's because they're kids. <laughs> yeah. So Morty works... Right? He puts on the boots, and then he casually steps up the cliff. Yeah, so he's now, like, super over-trusting of Rick, and he's like, um, here, you use these, you'll float down like a cloud, it'll be fine. 
And uh, Morty, like, dutifully listens to Rick now because he's just been shamed for asking too many questions. He, like, fully trusts the boots and, like, just casually steps off. He's just been shamed for asking questions, so so now he falls practically to his death. Oh my god, he breaks his legs. (laughs) Yeah, any non-cartoon character would be fucking dead. Oh my god. His legs are broken. Um, He's in pain. He's like, ooh, ah, Uh, so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. <laughs> Fucking zigzag shape. Yeah. But be- uh, before we get to that, we cut back to the vet's office. We do? Yeah. Um, we get the rest of the scene with Jerry and Beth arguing. Oh, and there's this, my God. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It's just there's like, this joke about yeah. stuffing Rick under a mattress like the Victoria's Secret catalog and right, whatever. Right, right. Um, Jerry claims he was ordering her a birthday present. Ha <laughs> ha It's funny. Uh, the assistant doctor... Right. Um, the hunk guy mm-hmm. from the office there interrupts to uh, see if Beth's okay because they're arguing. And he spews some hippie nonsense about the horse hearts being noble or whatever. Jerry makes the most toxic, insecure comment filled oh with red God. flags that I've ever seen. If you Seriously. have an affair with that guy, I will come into the hotel room and blow my brains out all over your naked bodies. How are they still married? That is such a red flag. <laughs> I am so excited for the counseling episode, the marriage counseling. Yeah, yeah. Because that is one of my favorite episodes. But uh, Beth argues that whatever influence Rick may be on Morty, at least Morty has a friend now. Phone rings. Dun, dun, dun. It's Principal Vagina and wants to talk to her. No relation. To vaginas? (laughs) I fucking... That one's funny because I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. No relation to vaginas. No relation to vaginas? (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me laugh. It's It's still funny. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I need need to have a conversation with Morty's father and you. Dun, dun, dun. Back to Dimension 35C. takes his sweet ass time talking to Morty about you gotta turn the boots on bro she's like slow yeah. as fuck and like taking his sweet ass time Morty's like uh, 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 and he's like are you are you still gonna get my seats though and Morty's like this is it this is the last straw Rick it's always the last straw <laughs> it's fucking the last straw anyway, he calls him out and then Rick is like, fine, fine, whatever. Like, okay, I'll be right back. He- I think it's impressive that he still asks Morty if he can help him get the seeds. I know. Before fixing his legs. I know. I'm like, Rick, you're being a fucking douchebag right now. <laughs> yeah. You're like Hitler, but, you know, at least he cared about Germany or something. Or, or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, he's got to fix Morty and he goes to a different dimension. I counted how long he was away. <laughs> Ten... <laughs> Long seconds. Ten seconds of, of just pure Morty in agony. Yeah. That's another one of those things. Like, I, I think the only other time we've ever seen anything like that in any show is when Peter Griffin is on the sidewalk and he scrapes his knee and he's like... Ah. <laughs> ah. 
and it just keeps going. Oh. It's like, is this bit over yet? <laughs> right. Nope. All right. It makes just me gonna so run to the kitchen real quick. Because me as an empath, I like feel the things that I'm watching. So like yeah. I'm there like almost feeling Morty's like anxiety and pain. And I'm like, fucking Rick taking his fucking time, 10 long seconds. And then he comes back with the fucking injection, in- injection with the cure. Yes. And then Morty finally agrees to like help him get the seeds after he's like all better. His legs get fixed. Right away, he feels like better than ever. He's like jumping around. And that's- so you know what's funny is he mentions here uh, that he went to a future right. dimension. Yes. Where they've where they've got broken leg serum sold at every corner drugstore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I think it's important to note that he didn't say the future. He just said a, a future, future dimension. Yeah. So it's you know a different evolutionary timeline again, but it is technically the same present time just with better technology yeah and they go to great lengths throughout the series to note that there is no time travel there's never any time travel which i think is impressive with this being based on back to the future that they go really far out of their way to make it not about time travel it's all dimensional travel correct yeah i mean the the way they do time travel is through like Doing the flashbacks and the memories and, you know, like a dream. Well, sure. Blah. So anyway, Rick has spent too much time with uh, banging young future dimension ladies. Right. And he's all out of uh, charge in his interme- interdimensional portal device. He doesn't call it a portal gun yet. It's, the only way... She says he has it has no charge. Yeah, it's got no charge, Morty. And the, the only way to go back is, is to go through customs. And Morty's... Well, he's got to put these seeds way up inside your butthole, Morty. I've done it too many times. They'll fall right out of mine, but yours is still taut yet malleable. Oh, no! Do it for, do it for Grandpa, Morty. Come on, you have to. And this is the part that I said that you had to do it. That's, that's one of my favorite quotes, quotes of all time. Not just from this show, mm-hmm. of all time. <laughs> Like, this goes down in the books. Like, Way I will always quote up. Ace Ventura, yeah. a couple of things from The Mask, and this <laughs> yep. from Rick and Morty. Way <laughs> up in your butthole, Morty. In my butt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> my butt? Oh, no. Your butt. My butt. Yeah. Your butt. Okay. Do you get that reference? No. <laughs> oh god uh, Con- Conker's Bad Fur Day there's an old Nintendo 64 game where the squirrel is the <gasps> protagonist character yes yes I yeah. know which game you mean who has to fight a big poop monster oh my god that's that uh, game's crazy <laughs> yeah he's like I will chew you up and stuff you up my butt your butt my butt my butt my butt oh wow that's so dumb <laughs> it's yeah it is really dumb but it's a really fucking fun game yeah and I can't wait to talk to my roommates about this part of the podcast later because they're obviously hearing this. Oh. Um, they're t- randomly. <laughs> my butt. <laughs> uh, possibly also my new neighbors that I haven't met yet. Great. My windows are wide fresh. open. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Jeez. Oh, it's going to be a really long episode. I don't think. We're normally going to run this long, but I had a lot of shit that I wanted to cover. Get out, yeah. (laughs) 
Then we cut to Morty, I mean, to um, Morty's parents walking in this hallway with the principal vagina and him telling them that... No relation. No relation. He telling him <laughs> that Morty has attended school for only seven fucking hours in two months. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, that's not very much. That's like a wet dream of mine is not having to go right? to school... They're very much like I fucking Two hated school. Months. School school ruined me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and then Jerry gets way too excited about Rick ruining their child, as he says. Uh, Vagina tells them he's been sending messages to their grandpa. Right. I mean, why not directly to the parents? It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And he also says that he's the one who that it's usually Rick who's Taking Morty out of school. So Correct. Then we pass Summer and the other students mourning Frank in the hallway. A little incident. Uh, we had a little incident. Frozen to stu- death. <laughs> no evidence that a Latino student did it. They always want to take it to the racial place. I won't let them. I won't let them. <laughs> like, why would a Latino... Oh, my God. Okay. Trying not to look racist is the new racism, by the way. <laughs> Which is why I think that's funny. So, back to uh, interdimensional customs. Oh my god, I wrote all the things that these people were saying. Can I just tell them? Okay. We're walking by. <laughs> well, if I, if I had a flim flam and a flarm flam. Yeah. A- <laughs> so, it's like, first, the, the, on the speaker, the lady is like, the glarp zone is for flarping and unglarping only. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I'm like, what? that ew um, i you know honestly i think we can all identify with that i think we all know someone <laughs> who needs to be reminded of that on a fairly regular basis it's only alex me <laughs> yeah you're always fucking flarping and unglarping i thought the camera was off anyway and glarparping <laughs> No, I don't. In the do glarping that. and unglarping only area. <clears throat> I don't believe it was me. I don't recall. Well, of course you don't. And then this. Other- Wait, you don't recall or you don't recall? Are you doing a. <laughs> what is happening right now? Are you doing a wordplay on Rick? Yes. <gasps> yes, thank you. English is okay. not my first language, okay? Remember? So sometimes I'm like. Yeah, no, that that was not a uh, English as a second language joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> no, but I got it. I got it. Just yeah, a good. little slow. Okay. <laughs> scared me. Scared me for a second. <laughs> and then the next person says, give me the blink flarks. <laughs> this guy doesn't understand intergalactic currency. <laughs> <laughs> then, and then the last guy says, like, I'm trying to eat a flame flam. That's what we're eating, Gearbon-esque. That's it. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and I always think about this and I'm like, man, they were... The words. I, I simultaneously like the idea that they're creating this, like, idea that aliens would have alien words to use for things that we wouldn't recognize. Right. But that they just did such a half-assed job of coming up with... (laughs) (laughs) Of what they might be. Yeah. Flim-flam and glarping and unglarping. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) so stupid. You're offending me. Oh, man. I love it. (laughs) So, anyways, Rick says something about that he needs to see for all kinds of science. All types of science. Yeah, he, uh, he doesn't like being told what to do. Oh, can't no. abide bureaucracy. And you know which what? Which is good Me foreshadowing. Neither, Me neither. I don't like it either. 
No, nobody really does. Well, okay, some people think they do, but they've been brainwashed. Uh -huh. So, yeah, and Rick doesn't like bureaucracy. Oh, geez, Rick, I never would have guessed. Mm. So, <laughs> Rick makes sure Morty got the seeds way up in his butt. Well, um, <laughs> Morty complains that they're pointy, which was the first thing I think every time. <laughs> I'm like, they're so pointy. They are. You would just, like, stab holes through, through your, your intestines direct? in yeah. every... Like, you'd die. You'd die. I know, I don't Whatever. Know. But they're pointy. <laughs> uh, we don't see any bulge, like, in his abdomen area. No. So apparently it's they're just in fine. There. It's just they're fine. in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he's gonna, they're going to pass through the little beep, beep. Um, but then they tell Morty to go through the other one. And Rick is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? Oh, it's a new machine. What's a new machine? It's a new machine that detects stuff up your butt. <laughs> All the way up in your butt. Oh, God, oh, run, God, Morty. Run, so. run, Oh, I love how he just, like, screams. Fucking Morty. So the insectoids deploy. Yeah. One gets caught up, presumably dead, in this pushcart bin full of uh, strange alien goods that another alien is pushing. Mm -hmm. An alien is smoking a bong with some kind of creature inside oh of it. My God. Rick smashes it as he runs past. Morty breathes, breathes in a p big puff of yellow smoke, then coughs up this loogie that <laughs> grows to life and up. lives and dies a full lifetime from infancy to old age, running alongside Morty in a span of three seconds. Yes. Rick tells Morty not to think about it. I've spent more time thinking about the implications <laughs> of that moment then I have spent thinking about most of my extended family. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> and I think that this <laughs> philosophy of don't think about it is what you have to do sometimes to get through these episodes. Absolutely. You just, Absolutely. You, you don't think about it or you're going to think about it for a very long time, sir. Yeah, so that being said, the implication of the scale of time alone... <laughs> Did it perceive its lifetime as long? Did it love Morty like a father? Does Morty mourn it later? Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Too many questions. Did it have Too a many name? questions. I don't know. His uh, whole life was just it, running. He was yeah. just running his whole life. And that was normal. That was probably normal yeah. to him. Uh, did he have uh, a variety of emotions throughout this lifetime of three seconds? Oh. Did he lose his virginity? <clears throat> yeah, it's Horton Hears a Who theory, only on a time scale instead of a size scale. Anyway, they get caught in a locked door. Uh, Morty turns on his gravity boots. Rick gives him a small amount of praise for a change. The student becomes the teacher, and they run up the wall, and they start running along a pipe, jump on some flying baggage or passenger transport contraption, um, and they fall and break their fall on oh, only no, the- dog! You know me! <laughs> I'm just trying to splash! <laughs> Splat. It's only the second casualty of the chase sequence. Some random purple blob dude wearing a fanny pack. Did you see the fanny pack? I mean, he seemed very cool. He he's, he was about to say that he's just trying to chill, bro. Like, <laughs> right? R.I.P. Blobby guy. I don't... In, innocent bystander. Yeah. So, I don't... I mean, it might have been the third casualty if you count whatever was inside that glass stasis uh, pod that Rick knocks over at the beginning. Yeah. But, yeah, whatever. Nobody cares about things in stasis. Like, like their life was over a long time ago. Um, so, they run towards this unguarded open hallway with a big portal at the end of it. No notes. Perfect sense. Mm -hmm. I don't see what the problem is. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Rick somehow hands Morty a, a laser rifle. We don't see where he gets it at all. It just kind of is suddenly in his hand and he hands it to Morty. And he tells him to start shooting. Uh, so yeah, Morty's covering Rick while he types the coordinates to their home world. And yeah, Morty's like, what the fuck? And then Rick is like, it's okay to shoot them. They're, they're robots. So Rick, so Morty starts <laughs> shooting them. And then this is my fucking favorite. And this would be the quote of the day for me. <laughs> fucking Glenn's bleeding to death. Someone call his wife and children. <laughs> wife and kids. <laughs> He's like, ah, they're not robots, Rick. They're, 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 they're bureaucrats. They're, I don't respect them, Morty. Just shoot them. He's like, fuck. It's, it's okay to shoot them. <laughs> honestly, that like kind of like. You know, you don't have much time, but it, like, moved me. It, like, I'm like, oh, like, this show is, like, doesn't give a fuck, you know? Like, he will <laughs> no. let you feel. Yeah. He, it will make you feel things for a character that you've seen for two seconds. But it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, it's fine with children. You're like, fuck, yeah. and I'm thinking about, like, these people, like, Rick and Morty are just killing people, essentially. <laughs> Right, even if you've got a bug phobia, because they're insectoids. Yeah, but, and then they and then they humanize them, and that is a game changer. Yes, it's kind of important. Like we learned something about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's good shit. Morty continues to shoot, uh, decapitates another insectoid. We just kind of see the facial reaction of one of them, who's like, "Oh my god, he just lost his head," <gasps> but we don't. He doesn't say anything. Right. Uh, Rick types furiously, and finally Rick grabs Morty, pulls him through the portal, and they're the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And they land in the cafeteria. <laughs> Speaking of quotes of the day, they fall right out onto the lunch table where Jessica is eating, uh, who is oddly impressed and not at all completely shattered by having the seams of reality ripped open in front of her eyes. Right? She's casual about it. And then Morty is actually very slick about this. She's like, wow, did you just come in through a portal? Well, you know, my Ferrari was in the shop. (laughs) I fucking love that. It's a good line. It's a good line. Um, And I'm like, is Mm -hmm. this your first adventure, though, Morty? Or are you just cut out for it? I don't think it is. I think Morty's mind blowers. (laughs) I think there's going to be some Easter eggs in there where we can figure out that this is not their first adventure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm going to make that canonical. Whether it is or not, I'm going to fucking shoehorn <laughs> it in there. I want that to be true so bad. Okay. <laughs> Josh has said it, so it is so. Exactly. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so then Morty and Rick get caught by Jerry and Beth, right? They're moving Rick into a home. Rick is like, don't touch that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They're like moving his stuff into the fucking U-hole. And Morty's vouching for Rick. You know, like, you see this, like, codependency. Right? Even though, <laughs> moments ago... Uh, Morty was like, this is the last straw! Like, And Rick was even tried to, like, get out of being blamed for taking Morty out of school. He, was, he tried to be like, uh, Morty, what are you doing here? Yeah, you know you're supposed like, to be in Whoa. school. No? Nobody? <laughs> nobody's buying it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so... well. And then Morty Morty's still like, has no. his back. Yeah. Um, oh, and then this is when they they reveal that Morty has some kind of disability. This is just confusing to me because they never talk about it again, do they? They never talk about it again. And I, I don't think, I think they're trying to imply that he's like autistic or has a learning disability, something like that. Because 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like question mark. Okay. Yeah, and they never come back to it, but it doesn't sound like yeah. they have they have any official uh, diagnoses. It's right. He's just like yeah. They're like oh, he has something. Like he might not have anything. They might just be like kind of like interpreting his personality as yeah. You know? uh, they're probably doing some self diagnosing. And just ass- right. assuming that there's a problem with assuming, him, but yeah, then doing that yeah. same thing that everybody's done to children for uh, at least throughout my childhood is instead of going, oh, that kid has ADHD and they need extra help and attention. Oh, that kid has ADHD. That is a moral failing on their part. And they're lazy. <laughs> Great. Love it. It kind of feels like what they're doing here, because who who is it that says something about Morty having a disability? Is it Morty or is it? I don't remember who says like who starts saying it. Because I, I think Rick is like arguing that Morty. He, yeah, Rick says, uh, "What are you trying to? Uh, uh, what are you? What are you trying to say yeah, about like, Morty? Why are you trying to say that he has some kind of disability? That's what he and says." And then Morty's like, "Well, then, well, do I?" And Jerry's like, "Do I?" And well, Jerry's do like, I, son, yeah." Something like that. Uh, yeah, I think we nailed it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. We got this. Hey. This is why you watch Wubble Level Pod Pod, everybody. Wubble Level Pod Pod! Wubble Level Pod Pod! <laughs> What's the square root, of, square root of pie? I have no idea. You know, actually, I am. Because Jerry punches that into his calculator awfully quickly for somebody as dumb as he is. And I want yeah, to see right now. Square root. You know what? It is 1.772453850905. Okay. Yeah, it is that easy says. to do. Good to know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so they, they're like, oh, Morty's too smart for school. You know, Rick essentially with this proof, like, c- convinces them that Morty is getting smarter by hanging out with him. So that just like that, Jerry and Beth, they back out of sending him to a home. Yeah, Rick. Because Beth is like, I don't want this to end. What's happening here? Um, Morty has a friend, finally. It's good for him. Blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, but he still has to keep going to school. And then Rick 100% works over Jerry and Beth, but mainly Jerry. He's like, gosh, you, you sure do drive a hard bargain. You, you really wear the pants around here. Uh, from now on, it's going to be 100% honesty and open, clear communication. And at that moment... <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> Frank got frozen to death this summer. No idea what you're talking about. Perfect timing. Um, Completely in character. Absolutely establishing who Rick is, what he's about. And 100% open, clear communication and honesty is not it. No, no, he loves lying. And then I'm confused because Jerry and Beth are just like, Jerry's like, let's go have sex. And Beth is like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) You know what? Okay. Okay. You know, a healthy like, marriage doesn't seem like you'd have to think that hard about. Yeah. And, and it's like she's doing him a favor. It's so condescending. Yeah, she's like, all right, this time, let's go. It really like, establishes their their little hierarchy. Yeah. Like, you know, who really wears the pants in that family is Beth. Is Beth. And really, really space Beth, but that's... Really? (laughs) I mean, okay, this is really Rick. Rick is manipulating everything. But then Beth, a close second is Beth. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, they go to have sex, and then Rick tells Morty 
nah, he's not. <laughs> he's not for real getting smarted. That it's just a temporary superintelligence uh, side effect of the mega seeds that are dis- dissolving in his rectum right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, gee! At least he's honest around Morty, or at least it feels yeah. more honest. Um, yeah. I feel like we can trust him to be honest around Morty, but there's definitely a lot of shit he's hiding from Morty. Again, Morty's mind blowers. Plenty of shit he's mm-hmm. hiding from Morty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rick gets everything he wanted, mainly just to get away scot-free, but he didn't get his seeds. And yeah, the superintelligence was only a temporary side effect. Morty's about to lose motor function, uh, most brain functionality for 72 hours. That's a long fucking time. That's a long time. Is that three days? <laughs> three days, yeah. Three days, yeah. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, but Rick, he's still fixated on those seeds. Uh, him and Morty are going to have to go back and get more. So they're going to have to have more adventures. A hundred years. More Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. hundred times. Rick and Morty forever. forever. Over and over. Oh, it's Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. www.rickandmorty.com. I, I think one time I checked on all of those domains and they're all bought up and taken. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought about checking. I was like, hmm, I, I should check. I would actually be scared to try and go to any of those websites. They could be set up as right? uh, some sort of virus <clears throat> situation. Anyway, it's a good a show. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Is this for me? must be ready. I need my strength. strength. Give, 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 give me more! Night, I shall walk in here. Hold on. You've got something here. Huh? So. That's the end of the episode one, the pilot. Yeah, fucking A. Do you like it? I liked it. Did you like it? I liked it too. I think it's a great pilot. It like gives you... A good taste of everything, introduction to the characters, to the story, to the relationships, to the possibilities and the context of this world that we're entering. The possibilities, yes. Yeah. And even then, God, I remember my first time around watching it, like, up until the episode with the multiple, where they establish multiple um, dimensions, I was like, you know, this is still really good. And then with the multiple dimensions, it's just like blasted my brain wide open and I was like like you already had me hooked by the balls <laughs> but now you just gave me a a brain buttgasm from another dimension <laughs> with this shit cuz I've always really enjoyed stuff like that I mean back to the future I was obsessed with growing up as a kid um, mm-hmm. And then another show that I found that really did it for me was Fringe, probably one of my favorite shows of all time. And that's another show where it starts off in like the whole first season. It's you know some cool sci-fi X-Files type stuff. And then later they start to do some interdimensional shit. And it's like, oh, my God, I didn't see that Ooh. coming. Something about it is really satisfying to me, to my imagination. And it really just... Let's all of my dopamine and serotonin loose all at once. <laughs> That's what you want from TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there were so there's a few questions throughout the show. I already brought this up earlier. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about are they or aren't they in their original universes? Or I was going to talk a lot about that. And then season six fucked that all over. 
It's like, <laughs> oh, never mind. They're just yeah. not. We know definitively now no. that they are not in their original They're universes. Not. So no more mystery there. So canonically, this universe, Dimension C-137, is the family from the Rick, like Evil Rick? How are we calling him? <laughs> you mean Evil Morty? No. Rick, the what is I don't know what we're his like official name, but like the Rick that the Rick is Rick is hunting and has been hunting this whole time because of the death of his wife Diane and Beth. Oh, so Rick is not C one thirty seven. This is not C one thirty seven. He is from C one thirty seven, and so um, we know that in season six, episode one. When they all get taken back to their original dimensions, he goes back to the one where his wife is dead and he's built a a haunting program. Right, right. That is the voice of his dead wife. Mm-hmm. That is C-137. But this dimension, we don't exactly know what this dimension is called, but it could be the one that Evil Rick is from, but I don't think we know that yet. No, I'm pretty sure that it is confirmed. Really? Like, that is why he's there. Yeah, because... There's a whole scene where Morty, and I have to rewatch because obviously I've only seen it once. There's a whole scene where, where Morty is like talking to Rick about like, oh, I don't care like that you're not my original Rick and I don't care what he did and blah, blah, blah. Like, you're my Rick, blah, blah, blah. Because Rick has told him that I think this is what he reveals to him that he came to his dimension, to Morty's. Because I thought that it was Morty's C1. 37 but okay so to this dimension that we're always at the main one let's say rick crashed into the garage this is when beth says that oh he came back into my life well actually up until like starts living with them what's the episode where they end up switching dimensions because um this ends up being the cronenberg universe that they're currently in yes correct correct yeah um so this know. isn't really the main one it's the one they jump to okay, in a couple episodes the main one. <laughs> but, but evil rick would be from the cronenberg dimension right yes oh my god now i'm getting confused but like that's the, the what what i know is that the morty that rick is always hanging out with is the morty from evil rick yeah like it's evil's rick morty and the reason why rick chose to hang out with this Morty and this family and this Beth that is alive and everything was to get close to evil Rick so he can, like, do his revenge for, like, starting the whole thing of, like, killing uh, Diane and baby Beth. Okay. Yeah, I did not catch all of that. I I will have to rewatch those episodes. Yes. That's cool. See, we're doing it. We're doing it. This is... uh, This is the kind of stuff we're here to talk about. Thank you. (laughs) But episode one, anything else? I mean, Summer, I feel like she evolves a lot from this version, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Summer, this Summer ends up dead eventually. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why then. Maybe this Summer was like... Right. But she's not... I think she was... Until the Cronenberg incident, she was almost identical to... The summer that we know mm-hmm. into the rest of the seasons. So this summer, that summer, pretty much the same thing. This one just happens to end up dying in the Cronenberg <laughs> incident yeah. that Rick causes. Yeah, Beth being a clone, that was another big mystery that I was looking forward to being like, is she or isn't she? What a mind fuck. Oh, 
She is. Okay. And then uh, and then she fucks her own clone. Wait. And it's great. Beth is the clone? Hold on. What do you mean? Was it confirmed? Hold on a second. I, the most recent episode is Beth fucking her own clone. No, I know. But, like, we don't know who's the clone. They don't know still. Oh. Because because remember that in the memory of, of Rick, Rick has them in two, like, containers. And they're, like, sweeps up in because nobody knows. One of them is a clone, yes. And one is the original. Oh, yeah. We'll yes. never know which one is the clone. But it doesn't matter. All we know is that one of them is a clone. That there is a clone of her, and that's really all that's important. And he throws away the memory of which one's which. Right. So nobody knows. We don't know which like, one's the original. Knows. Doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It was what drove me crazy was the idea of sitting there thinking, oh my God. Is she a clone she's or sitting not? there drinking a glass of wine going, I chose this life, right? I'm not a clone. <laughs> and that's, a, that's a mind fuck. But then finding out that there was a yeah. clone and she's the half, I think of them mm-hmm. as being split, not so much as having an original and then a copy. Mm-hmm. I think they're the same person and just left and right. Like Xander? Yes. They're both Xander. <laughs> they're both Xander. Exactly. Right, Thank you. Right, right, right. All right. Good callback. All right. Call back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, we'll get all into fan theories. I wanted to cover a lot of shit about uh, baseline stuff, about the cynicism and the contemptuousness. Yeah, so I think we got the tone of the show established. So now we got we can push through all that and concentrate more on fan theories and um, character tracking, which we're already doing anyway. So great. Yeah. I think we're off to a good yeah. start. I think so, too. Good job, us. And don't forget to review us on iTunes. Find us on Patreon. Uh, we've got a one, five, and ten dollar tier that give you various fun uh, rewards, incrementally uh, better rewards. Yeah, uh, there's going to be downloadable content, exclusive video, live stream reminder, and uh, certain percentages off of merch. Check out our website www.wubblebubblepodpod.com. Check out Bubby beerwithbuffy.com. That's our sister podcast that I am also on. Alex stalked me down and got their hooks in me and were like, hey, come do a podcast with me. And I said, okay, why not? Uh, find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, Podbean, email. Everything is basically wubbalubbapodpod.com. There are very few exceptions where it's like wubbapodpod or wubbalubbapod. Um, don't worry about it. Just yeah. search wubbalubbapodpod and you'll find us. Yeah. Awesome. For sure. There it is. Awesome. Great, fantastic, spectacular. Um, next episode is episode two. Is it Lawnmower Dog? I believe it is Lawnmower Dog. Ah, I'm excited. Join us next week for season <laughs> yeah. one, episode two of Rick and Morty, Lawnmower Dog. Cool. Well, this has been another episode. Uh, this has been your very first episode of Wubba Lubba Pod Pod. I'm Josh. I am Alex. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Bye.
swarms of people. Why can't you people just leave me done why are we watching this 